Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penguins to Go, your daily dose of Pittsburgh Penguins news and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. The time has come to close out my 2023-24 Metropolitan Division positional power rankings as we head into the new NHL season. I'm going to finish it off with goaltenders, but at the end, it's kind of interesting to look at on paper the teams that at the end of this that I've put in position based on the scores that I've given them from left wing to right wing to center so we'll do that at the end but let's start talking about the goaltenders at number eight I have the Columbus Blue Jackets Elvis Merzlikens is a starter Daniil Tarasov is a backup Merzlikens he's good I think there's better goaltenders throughout this division, hence the reason they're number eight. I think that he is definitely a starting caliber goaltender in the National Hockey League, but I think he's probably more suited as as a 1A with a 1B, and I don't think Danil Tarasov is that. So Columbus I have at number eight. Philadelphia I have at number seven. Carter Hart has just, you know, I feel like I've said this two years in a row now, He just hasn't lived up to the expectations and the hype that was built around him in the bubble back in 2020. He just hasn't been able to recapture that ability, that talent, that level that he hit back in the in the bubble back in 2020. Adding Cal Peterson, I think, helps them. I think it's a nice one A, one B, not Carter Hart having to be the workhorse, which he's had to be for the past couple of seasons. So I like it more than I did last year, but I still don't know what to think about Carter Hart, so I have him at number seven. Number six, the New Jersey Devils. Vitek Vanacek had a decent season last year, definitely better goaltending last season than in years prior with Mackenzie Blackwood for the New Jersey Devils. They took a step up, but even in the playoffs then, Vanacek had to get spelled by Akira Schmid, and with Schmid, is he going to be the guy that you saw in the playoffs? Potentially. But over an 82-game season at the NHL level, very unproven. So I have them at number six. At number five, I have the Washington Capitals. It's really difficult for me to to kind of place Darcy Kemper. He's a Stanley Cup winning goaltender. He's a goaltender that played even better when he was on the Arizona Coyotes than I think anywhere else at this point. And he had a pretty decent first season with the Washington Capitals last year. Had a 907 save percentage. 
But when I look at the Capitals as a team, and I look at the other goaltenders that I have placed above him, and I just feel like even at his best, I mean, maybe not at his best, at his best he was a Vezina top five type goaltender with the Arizona Coyotes, especially you go back into the season of the bubble, what he was able to do and stand on his head to try to do against, I don't remember who they were even playing. I think it might have actually been the Colorado Avalanche, but I can't remember off the top of my head. At that level, yes, he's much higher than fifth in the Metropolitan Division. But from what I saw last year, him as a Washington Capital, I have him at number five just because I don't know with the defense in front of him and with Charlie Lindgren as his backup, I don't know if I can put him any higher than this. Number four, and we'll talk about this a little bit more after the rankings, Tristan Jari's health could make or break this ranking. I have the Pittsburgh Penguins at number four. Alex Nedeljkovic, I think, on paper, is sort of a downgrade from Casey DeSmith. But the Penguins needed a change. They couldn't run it back with Tristan Jari and Casey DeSmith. And Tristan Jari was the best-case scenario for a starting goaltender that has gone this summer. The contract, that's a different story for a different day. But when it comes to the actual talent of the goaltenders that were available this summer... The Penguins got what they were able to afford, and they got one of the better names on the market in bringing back Tristan Jari. And with that, they had to, of course, change Casey DeSmith because you can't run that back for the fourth straight season. When the previous three seasons, one of the preliminary reasons that they failed to meet their goal was the goaltenders. So they go with Alex Nedeljkovic. It's a bit of a gamble. On paper, I would slot him underneath where I would slot Casey DeSmith as of now. At his best, I think he is a little bit better than Casey DeSmith. I, I think he has a higher ceiling than Casey DeSmith, but he hasn't been anywhere near his ceiling in the past couple of seasons. So I have the Penguins at number four. I have the Hurricanes at number three. I don't know who their starter is. I don't know who their backup is. Is it Freddie Anderson? Is it Antti Ranta? Is it Pyotr Kochetkov? I don't know. But they've been running this weird pseudo, doesn't matter who's in the net behind us kind of system for years now. And they've continued to be one of the best regular season teams in the NHL. And then decent in the postseason, but can never get to that next level. So I have the Hurricanes at number three because no matter who's in net, it does end up working. Right? I thought last year that Kochetkov took it over. I thought he was the number one guy because Freddie was missing time. Ranta was missing time. I said Kochetkov. They gave him a, an extension. It seemed like it was his net to lose, and then all of a sudden you blink and he's back in the minors. So I'm not exactly sure what the plan is for the Carolina Hurricanes when it comes to goaltending, but it always seems to work out for them. And all three of these goaltenders are very talented. So I have them at number three. Number two... And number one are both New York teams because they have two of the best goaltenders in the National Hockey League. At number two, I have the New York Islanders. Ilya Sorokin is and will be one of the best goaltenders once again in 2023. And getting Semyon Varlamov back is nothing to sneeze at. He has gone from being a great 1B there for several years with different goaltenders, whether I believe he was there with Thomas Grice. I can't remember off the top of my head. But he was definitely there with Robin Leonard. And he's always been a really good 1B and, if need be, 1A goaltender. But now he's kind of evolved into a really solid backup for the New York Islanders to a workhorse of a goaltender in Ilya Sorokin. So that was best-case scenario for them is getting 
Varlamov back on their roster again this season. I really like that duo, especially because Sorokin can do a lot of the legwork. And then number one, Igor Shosturkin. Two years ago, ungodly numbers from a goaltender, wins the Vezina. Last year, he was good once again, and they bring in Jonathan Quick to spell him as a backup. Quick has a lot left to give, it seems. Maybe not as a starter, maybe not as a, a 1B even, but as a backup, it seems like Jonathan Quick has more to give. I mean, he won the Stanley Cup last year as a member of the Vegas Golden Knights, and now he joins Igor Shosturkin where he's not going to have a lot of work to do. Shosturkin, if he can remain healthy, is the workhorse goaltender. He is number one or number two in the NHL heading into the season, depending on if you value him more than Andre Vasilevsky from the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, to me, it is a no-brainer. I, I do think it's splitting hairs between Shosturkin and Sorokin, but I would take Shosturkin over Sorokin, and I think it's the same thing with Varlamov and Quick, but I would actually take Varlamov over Quick slightly. So, it, it's a weird 1A, 1B for my number one and number two goalie or goaltending systems. I do think the Rangers take it. So, with that, Let's talk for a couple minutes about the Pittsburgh Penguins before giving the final counts and my rankings for the Metropolitan Division when it comes to what it looks like on paper heading into the season. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tristan Jari, and I mentioned this, could make or break the Pittsburgh Penguins, could make or break this ranking if he stays healthy, which I've talked about it a lot, especially since the contract was signed on the opening day of free agency. He's really only suffered two injuries. One just happened to bother him throughout the entirety of a season. And if you take his word for it, he's no longer dealing with it. So if that's in the rear view, and the only other injury besides that hip issue from last season was getting your foot broken by a falling tree trunk of Anders Lee... I'm not sure I would consider him injury-prone then. And if one of the biggest asterisks on Tristan Jari this season is, can he stay healthy, that gives me confidence that he will. And when he's been healthy, he's been good. That's what Kyle Dubas has said multiple times this summer after signing that contract. Listen, they're taking Tristan Jari because when he's good, he's really good. But when he's off his game, when he's injured, yeah, he tends to struggle as most people do. So... If he can stay healthy, I think he'll be fine. And I already mentioned the backup goaltending situation. Nadelkovic, his ceiling is higher than DeSmith's, but I don't think coming into the season, my opinion on Nadelkovic would be as high as my opinion on DeSmith as far as just a singular focused as a backup goaltender. Right? Nadelkovic couldn't cut it in Detroit. He couldn't hold on to the starting position in Detroit with the Red Wings, and they had paid him a good bit of money. And yet they still found reason to send him down to the minors. It's a prove-it year for Alex Nedeljkovic. I would love to see him get back to what he was in Carolina because then the Penguins have a really good 
tandem, 1A, 1B, Jari and Nedeljkovic, and that is best-case scenario for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But again, I will believe it when I see it. And it's nice for the Penguins also to get Magnus Helberg. I think that's a better option than, I think they had Tokarski last year, two years ago, or three years ago they had Lagasse. Uh, two years ago was Louis Deming. So I think that you're seeing Helberg along the same lines, but I do think that he is a little bit better of an option than a guy like Tus- Dustin Tokarski. And then Garrett Sparks, I- I'm not exactly sure what to think of Garrett Sparks. So the Pittsburgh Penguins goaltending situation, I talked about it on Monday's episode. You know, it is a roll of the dice. And at the end of the day, goaltending situation or not, you know, grouping or not, it comes down to Tristan Jari. I'm confident that he'll stay healthy. And if he's healthy, I'm definitely confident that he's going to be a good starting goaltender and at his best, potentially even once again, top 10. I don't think I'm going to go as far as I did last season saying, hey, he's going to be a potential Vezina finalist. That blew back in my face tremendously. I'm not going to go that far, but I do think that when you look at the goaltending categories of you know the statistics at the end of the year, if he stays healthy, I think there's a good chance that Tristan Jari finishes in the top 10. So with that in mind, I'm going to close this down by giving my final count, adding all of these rankings together. I did left wing, right wing, center, defense cores, and goaltending tandems. The New York Rangers on paper are my best team in the Metropolitan Division. That's why it's important that I say on paper. Do I think when you put all the pieces together, including coaching, which I didn't even give a ranking into coaching, do I think the Rangers end up as the best team in the Metro? No, probably not. But on paper, they look great. I have them at number one. I have the Hurricanes at number two on paper. The Devils at number three. And those three were extremely close, right? For every one of these rankings, if I ranked you first, you got one point and so on to to eight. The Rangers finished with 13. The Canes had 14. The Devils had 15. That's how close those three teams are on paper in my eyes. And then you have the Penguins at 17. Then there's a gap tied for fifth. They're the Islanders and the Capitals at 24th. So I have the Penguins really up towards the top of the Metro. Similar to these teams, the Devils, the Hurricanes, the Rangers on paper. But I do think that there is still, going into the season, a slight discrepancy. And the reason is because they either have really good goaltending or they have really good depth. Canes and the Devils, great forward depth. Rangers, great goaltending, great defense. The Penguins, great centers, obviously. Good defense, much improved defense. The bottom six forwards, if they can get those guys to actually play to their potential and maybe even a little higher, the Penguins will be right there at the end of the year with the Devils, Canes, and Rangers for one of the top three spots in the Metropolitan Division. Truly believe that. But at the end of the day, this is the goaltender episode. Tristan Jari will make or break the Penguins in 2023. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from.